0: Welcome to the two SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you discover something to read no matter what your taste. Here's Andrew and Tess.
1: Hi Andrew. How are you today?
0: Hey Julia. I'm really good. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me in. Tess is away and I was like, oh, I want to talk about books with someone.
1: Well, here I am. Yeah. I was
0: um <laughs> I wasn't sure what to bring you though, because we don't we don't know each other that well and I don't really know what sort of books you like. So I thought I'd maybe just ask and then I'm going to pretend that the book I've prepared somehow fits. <laughs> what, what do you like to read? Sure.
1: Um, I'm really into historical fiction, literary fiction, um, any nonfiction. I read Bad Blood recently, which is going a bit nuts now because of the um, all the documentaries that are coming out about Theranos. And I don't know if you've heard about John Carew, the the... Journalist, he wrote Ooh. *Bad Blood*.
0: I'm very much, I'm very much in the Australian literary fiction sphere. Fair enough, fair enough. But yeah. look, f- fortunately, fortunately, you mentioned literary fiction. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I can go with historical fiction here, but <laughs> I've I've actually brought along a book that really offers so much, uh, and it covers this vast literary terrain. I think I think I can make this work for you.
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs>
0: All right. So, Jacqueline Moriarty is an award winning author of books for adults, for children, um, even that sort of mysterious in between group that we just know by the initials YA. And Jacqueline's got so many fantastic books, but today uh, I've brought you her latest novel. It's called Gravity is the Thing. Uh, when I spoke with Jacqueline, she told me it was 15 years in the making, and it is this really wonderful insight into being human. So, we begin with Abigail Sorensen. Abigail has been invited on an all-expenses-paid trip off an, on an island off Tasmania's coast. And there she joins a group of strangers to discover the secret. All any of them know is that for most of their lives, they've been receiving chapters of a mysterious book, and it all started when they were 15. Now, the mysterious book guidebook is just more it's more than just a curiosity for Abigail because the first chapter arrived on the day before her brother went missing. And her whole life she's wondered at the connection.
1: Oh boy. I'm in. <laughs> cool.
0: <laughs> now what follows, I, I I can't spoil this for you, other than to observe that Abigail's journey is one that we all kind of find ourselves on as we search for this reason and purpose in our life. Uh, and that's, I'm sort of, I'm not going to just leave you hanging there, but I have to say, it's all spoilers from, from here. I'm not going to give those spoilers away. Anything else I talk about, though, would potentially give away this, this really wonderful and mysterious plot. So the book travels between Abigail's life in Sydney, running a cafe and raising her, her little boy, Oscar, and through moments in her past that unravel to show us the story of how she came to search for the guidebook's secret. So as I read, I was, taken, uh, I was taken to the way my own sort of memories play out, the structure of going back and forth and the way they sometimes play tricks, sometimes denying me you know, a crucial piece of information right when I need it, and at other times unravelling the possibility that it was all leading up to this particular moment. Wow. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to drop my notes here. So alongside the guidebook, Abigail indulges in a myriad of self-help books, kind of wondering if any of them might give her the answer. We all look for answers in that way. If it's not here, maybe the universe has it somewhere out there. She wants an answer, any answer. And as she searches, we see her life progress. Watching, as as a reader, we're always watching, we're we're sort of this voyeur, watching and searching for the patterns that we believe authors are following. Have you ever had that experience with a book? You're like, I know where this is going, because I know how these books sort of go.
1: For sure, definitely.
0: Not in Gravity is the Thing. <laughs> so again, without giving too much away, Gravity is the Thing offers a completely fantastical premise woven into the elements of a completely everyday life. Not boring, simply the life that you might be leading now, or the listener as they're on their way to work. Abigail becomes someone you want to know, or maybe that you think you know, or realise that you could have known if you just paid closer com- attention in a conversation. Gravity challenges us to view the moments as both more and less than they are. It indulges our need to find meaning, but lets us know that not having meaning is also okay too. So, I mean, I, I you might be able to tell that I enjoyed this book. This is this is a book I, I like to confess this when I find books like this. Um, made me cry in embarrassing places, uh, like <laughs> just not in the privacy of my own home, and really, really challenged me with a lot of ideas.
1: Wow, it sounds great. Yeah. Um I've just finished a book like that, too, where the author definitely picks apart everyday dynamics and the little mm. meaning from the conversations we have with others, but isn't really meaning at, mm. like exactly the same thing. It's really, it's really fun to indulge in that and kind of enter the world and recognize that mm. um, when it's so easy to miss all the little dynamics and intricacies of everyday conversation and...
0: Meaning is such a loaded word, isn't it? yeah, <laughs> it's this it's this thing out there that we are constantly trying to grab. Mm. And then I don't know. when it when it comes, it slips through our fingers. Was it ever even there? i I enjoyed the process. So reading gravity is the thing was very much like going along on that journey. and having a friend, having a friend, you know, sometimes your friends, it's hard to talk in meaningful ways. So with Gravity is the thing, it was like always having a friend who was willing to talk to you in a meaningful way about the things that were going on in your lives.
1: Mm. Books can very much be (laughs) like that, having a friend (laughs) for (laughs) sure. (laughs) For
0: sure. And I mean, if, if I haven't given you enough, if you want to find out more about Gravity is the Thing, yes. uh, I, ma- I did mention Jacqueline Moriarty came into the 2SER studios last week, and you can find that conversation on uh, the Great Conversations podcast. We've got a lot of great podcasts here at 2SER.
1: We definitely do. Mm.
0: I hope people think the Great Conversations <laughs> is one of them. There's also a stack of great chats with authors coming to Sydney for the Sydney Writers Festival, which is only a few weeks ago, a f- few weeks away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know. Just throwing in that plug might be a good time to subscribe and, uh, and catch up wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Andrew, thank you so much for your time today.
0: Thank you, Julia. You've been listening to the 2SER Book Club. We record on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation at 2SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Tess Connery and Andrew Popel. And a big shout-out to Michaela Savage for graphic design and artwork. If you're enjoying the book club, why not subscribe and get new episodes delivered straight to your phone every week. If you want more books, you can tune in to Final Draft or subscribe to Final Draft Great Conversations Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. To keep up with everything happening at the station and discover more stories, ideas and music, follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just look for at 2SER.